she wasn't supposed to leave her stand. Besides, if she complained to him, he'd bring her less fresh produce next time and disappear for even longer periods. I tried to get a fresh box down to fill the bin earlier today, but I was interrupted. Just give me a minute. She went up two rungs. They are delicious, aren't they? The woman sniffed a kiwi. I bought several pounds last week, and my family gobbled them up. Foul language, followed by her brother's sarcastic laugh, rang out. Reminding herself that customers didn't know she was related to the loud mouth, Annie climbed to the top rung of the stepladder and reached for the box of navel oranges. Why did Glenn always put the heaviest boxes in the hardest places to reach? She pulled it toward her, straining to get it down from its perch without spilling anything. With the box almost in her arms, she saw an avalanche of oranges tumbling toward her face. One pelted her on the cheek. She flinched, turning her head, and was hit on the other cheek by two more oranges. But she didn't lose her grip on the box itself. The few other loose oranges fell to the floor. Glad the Englisher woman wasn't close enough to get hit, and relieved she was buying oranges instead of pineapples, Annie held on tight to the crate as she made her way down the ladder. Here we are. After setting the box on the floor, she touched her stinging cheeks, wondering how red they were. The phrase, painted woman, came to mind, and she suppressed a chuckle. How about a fruit-smacked woman? Did the plain church frown at that? An announcement that the market was closing came over the loudspeaker. She bagged the oranges, marked the price, and said goodbye to the woman and then began cleaning up the stand and surrounding area. It was Saturday evening, and the market wouldn't be open to customers again until next Thursday. Annie's next day to work would be Wednesday when all the deliveries arrived and the main prep work was accomplished. She needed to repack whatever was left in the bins and put them in the refrigerator before scrubbing down the units. The store grew quiet except for a few employees talking to each other from their booths. A piece of loose tin on the roof rattled as the March winds howled. Winter remained shackled to the land, and Annie had long grown weary of waiting for the earth to once again tilt toward the sun. Katie, an Amish woman at the bakery stand, asked Leah at the vegetable stand if she had any slightly aging zucchini they could use next week for making bread. Leah said she had a few. Annie had a box of healthy but bruised fruits to take over to them in a few minutes including the oranges that had fallen from the box to the floor. They looked fine today, but internally they had to be bruised. Katie, I have some navel oranges to give you. They smacked me in the face before landing on the floor with a thud. Katie continued sweeping out her stall. Good, they'll be flavoring my orange spice pound cakes. Whatever Annie didn't get scrubbed today could wait until she returned on Wednesday. She loved coming to work, but Wednesdays were her favorite days.
Not having customers gave her uninterrupted time to prepare for the other three busy days. After cleaning up, she carried her box of apples, oranges, and kiwis to Katie. Here you go. Dengue. Not good for eating outright, but perfect for baking. Katie put the box in a commercial-sized refrigerator. Sometimes, it was hard to believe that an old-order Amish man owned this huge, nice market, and that ten years ago, before Annie lived in New York, this market was a lone stand carrying only fruits, vegetables, and a few baked goods. Now it housed four large sections— fruits, vegetables, baked goods, and meats. There were also two eateries, a florist, and a gift shop under the same roof. In the last three years...